This is 52 Gifts, and I'm Bernadette, here to tell you about my big, little project to bring more smiles to the people in my life by sending them the perfect gifts. For birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, or mainly just because, this is where I share all the details with you so you can enjoy these 52 gifts, too. Heidi ho neighbor. I like to try out new greetings every week, if you haven't noticed, since I don't have like a signature opening yet. So I think that one is from Home Improvement. I'm pretty sure that that neighbor Wilson used to say that to Tim, Tim the Toolman Taylor all the time. So anyway, welcome to 52 Gifts. It's a podcast about gifts that I give to people or in this week's case, my feathered friends, and why. Also, I tell you about a nonprofit donation that I made, and I give you a little information about the organization. It's not a true crime podcast, which is what everybody loves, and it's not a comedy podcast, which is another kind of podcast that everybody loves. But I do make my own feeble attempts to be funny, and I also hope that some of the gifts that I talk about are intriguing or interesting or inspiring to you. It's all good stuff. I mean, maybe I can start a new genre of podcasts. Instead of true crime, we could call it true good. I, maybe I'll have to search around and see if anybody else is doing shows on like real life good news or positive stories. And actually, if you know of one or maybe you host one yourself, send me a message at 52gifts at BernadetteMac.com. It's 5-2-G-I-F-T-S. We can connect. Maybe we can start a new media company, change the landscape of podcasts forever. Or not. Um, either way is fine. So, <laughs> true good. That's what we're going for. Anyway, this week is a little bit different in that I did not send a gift to a person, but I did find another perfect gift for my neighborhood birds. Where I live, there are so many wild birds. And before we moved here, I hadn't been particularly interested in birds, but now I've discovered how very fascinating they are to watch. We have a couple of bird houses in the yard where eastern bluebirds nest every spring. And the kids and I go back there and we kind of like sneak open the wooden door to the house and try to peer in and see if there are any eggs in there or maybe baby birds if we're late. Um, every year there are tiny little blue eggs inside and they're so exciting to find and also every so often we go back and we'll take another careful peek in to see if they've hatched yet it's so cute and just something fun that we look forward to every spring we've actually become such like bird lovers since moving here that we now have some birds in the house <laughs> we have two parakeets or budgies as they're known um, they're kind of 
bird-brained. <laughs> they're kind of strange and also they're very scared even though we try to handle them and work with them. Um, but we still like them a lot and they're very beautiful and they're very vocal so they're fun to listen to. They are Sue, S-O-O, and Sam. We don't know if they are male or female. It's hard to tell with birds. And so so we just gave them names that could be for anyone. Good old Sue and Sam. We have so many different types of birds here and we normally struggle to keep our bird feeder filled up enough for them. We have like this um, platform type of feeder. So we just pour the seeds in and they, you know, tons of birds are in and out of it all day. And they even wait and take turns, like by species. It's funny um, and it's a little bizarre to watch. Like the morning doves will hang out in the tree above the feeder and wait until the blue jays or the cardinals fly away before they come down for their turn. And if they get impatient, you'll see them swoop down and like do a flyby, letting the other group know that their time is up. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. They also do that to the squirrels. We had stopped filling up our feeder as much lately because last year we had some trouble with bears. They were hanging around our yard and walking around the pool, tearing up our garbage, and just generally being a nuisance and getting really close. They're also very exciting and interesting to watch, like birds, but <laughs> they're potentially very dangerous. So this one of our one of the bears that came around had a, a bad case of mange. So we had to call the Wildlife Resource Center. All new experiences here for me. <laughs> Never called wildlife people before. But the officer that came out ended up setting up a bear trap, which was huge, in our yard because apparently a sick bear really suffers. Mange just is so terrible for them and it drives them crazy with itching and, and everything else. So it's better if they are captured and euthanized. And he told us that bird feeders often attract bears and that we shouldn't put any type of food in the yard. No garbage, no you know food-like things, even bird seed. Fortunately, or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, no bears ever went into that trap and they had to come back and collect that big giant thing a week or so later. Coincidentally, from the day that the trap was set, no bears ever came into our yard again. Or maybe it wasn't even a co coincidence. Maybe they saw the trap and word got around. Maybe the bears around here are smarter than the average bear. All right, back to the birds. Spring has been springing here on and off for the last several weeks and more and more birds have been hanging around. One day actually looked like a bird convention outside. I had to stop what I was doing and stand at the kitchen window and watch for like 15 minutes. It was so crazy that I even told my email subscribers about it the next week in my business newsletter. It was something about the importance of 
looking up from your work once in a while and really noticing what's happening around you. It was better than that, though, I think. You'll have to take my word for it. So anyway, it is now time to start filling the feeder back up again. Um, Hopefully, the bears are just not going to come around anymore. And um, we need to provide some bird seed to our our pals out there they're so (laughs) they're so amazing and there's so so many of them I can't tell you Um, and also we have to start hanging up that hummingbird feeder I have a hummingbird feeder that sticks to the window so every once in a while they'll come right to the window and that's super cool because they're hard to spot so I'd like to be able to tell you where I purchased this week's gift but I don't remember Um, I think it was just a random store like Target or the supermarket Um, but it is called a bird seed wreath and it was made by a local company called J&W Farm out of Winchester, Virginia. The wreath is, as you probably can guess, made out of bird seed. It has cracked corn, black sunflower seeds, milo, and millet And it's actually very pretty, which is why it became a gift this week, rather than just buying a big old bag of seed and putting it out and calling it a bird gift. (laughs) I bought this thing because it was so pretty. It comes in like a pie box with the window on the top, so you can see it's like one of those flat cardboard boxes um, with the clear window. And it has a bow on it, and it's, you know, shaped nicely. It looks really nice. I'm like, wow, this is a bird seed wreath what a great gift for the birds so I picked it up and um, the label says that the wreath is quote-unquote a blend of regional bird food held together by gelatin use the loop at the top to hang it on a garden hook nail or tree branch enjoy watching wild birds as they are attracted to this yummy treat end quote so I went to the JNW Farm website. It's jnwfarm.com. And I learned that J and W are actually John and Wendy. And they also sell several cider products and something called Grandma Bee's Crazy Cake, which seems like something I really need to try. My nieces and nephews actually call me Aunt Bee. And one time, Uncle B, which was hilarious. And so someday, maybe I'll be a Grandma B too. Hopefully many, many years from now. It looks like some of their products, at least the Crazy Cake, are gluten-free and vegan, if that's something that interests you. And another thing I noticed was that they sell these wreaths as fundraisers, which is kind of a unique idea. I imagine that these would do well as a fundraiser because, I mean, I bought it retail. I definitely would have bought one or more if I knew it was benefiting some group or organization. Since I hadn't purchased that big old bag of bird seed yet, I decided that I would try out this wreath first. It makes the perfect gift this week because it is the start of spring, the birds are back in action in a big way, And the wreath feels like it's a special treat and it'll be attractive. I'm sure the shape of it and the fancy bow will be lost on the birds, but I think it's cute and I suppose I'll only know how much they enjoy it by how quickly it disappears. So I'll keep you posted. 
And now it's time for the nonprofit donation of the week. You might guess that I found a wildlife or avian charity to give to this week, but you'd be wrong. (laughs) I wasn't that clever this week. This time, my donation went to my local YMCA. This donation came up because one of my running buddies was going in for a total knee replacement and he organized basically a last run of sorts. So a bunch of people got together, Uh, the YMCA played some music, we met in the parking lot, and all the runners who showed up were asked to consider making a donation to help the Y start some new programs. And this friend of mine is an avid runner and a really familiar presence at all of our local races. And he's been the de facto leader of my small running group that I've been in for a few years. He might not be able to participate in running the way he used to, and I know that's weighing heavily on him. So Although this donation has nothing to do with knee health or running organizations, it's what he wanted to support, and so I did. Also, my daughter's swim team practices at the Y, and we're there a lot, so I'm happy to support this local resource, and I hope that it's going to continue to grow and serve our community. I was curious, though, not really ever having lived in a community where the Y was very prevalent, I just wanted to check out, like, what exactly is their mission and vision, and what are they all about? I mean, I had a general idea, but um, I never really looked into it any further. So when I went to visit ymca.org, I found a few things that I thought were really great, as usual. Um, I also found a couple of things, like just from a marketing and copywriting standpoint, that could probably use some improvement. So their official mission and vision are the Y is a nonprofit organization whose mission is to put Christian principles into practice through programs that build healthy spirit, mind, and body for all. Guided by our core values of caring, honesty, respect, and responsibility, the Y is dedicated to giving people of all ages, backgrounds, and walks of life the opportunity to reach their full potential with dignity. That sounds good, and it lines up with what I thought the why was all about, so no big surprises. One thing I really did like was their use of the letter Y. It's their main branding now instead of the old YMCA and YWCA, which of course is a smart move. I don't know how many years that they've been doing that, but I suspect it's been a while. Plus, they use the Y in place of the word Y, W-H-Y in one of their slogans. They say, find your why. And I just love taglines and slogans that have a double meaning or triple meaning or just any kind of multiple meaning. And it works on so many different levels. They want you to find your purpose through their programs. So you find your why that way. And they also want you to physically find the why near you and go there. (laughs) So I just love how they use the why throughout their um, marketing and their logo and all of that. So that was good. Something I didn't care for is that 
in multiple places on the site and the very first line of copy that you see on the home page is the why is the leading nonprofit or we are a leading nonprofit to me that's a pretty lame value proposition it might be important to them internally that they are leading or they are a large established or well-known or whatever nonprofit but that doesn't really say anything to the reader people that are visiting the site want to know what the why can do for them and the first thing they read should really speak to that I was thinking about coming up with some alternatives but I decided that I shouldn't try to fix that here and plus you're probably only mildly interested in nonprofit marketing so that was just one thing that um, I thought that they could really improve on. It's just having something that really hits you a little bit more impactful in their opening statement. Um, instead of saying that we're we're the best or we're the biggest or we're the leading, um, like who really cares? Uh, <laughs> find something else to talk to us about. Another thing that I did like about their site was that their donation page was simple and that gifts made through that national site went to the Y closest to the donor's zip code, unless you told them otherwise. So I thought that was cool. Like, they'll collect donations for anyone, but then it's going to go to your local location. So that was great. So that'll do it for another week of gifts. A birdseed wreath for my feathered friends and a donation to my local Y. This was lucky number 13 gift, so thank you for joining me. I apologize though to anyone who doesn't care for birds. I know <laughs> that there are a lot of people out there who are either afraid of birds or just don't like them in general, and I get that. But the gift, it's the thought that counts, right? So the gift was uh, something different and Hopefully you'll tune in next time for something you don't hate as much as birds. See you next week. If you liked this episode, I thank you for giving it a shot, and I encourage you to share it with a friend. We could all use a little more positive content in our lives, eh? Also, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcast or Spotify and leave a review. If you have questions or comments about this week's gifts, or if you have suggestions for future gift ideas or donations, I'd love to hear them. Email them to me at 52gifts at BernadetteMac.com. It's the number 52GIFTS at BernadetteMac.com. And be sure to check out the photos of each weekly gift at BernadetteMac.com forward slash 52gifts or on Instagram at 52giftspod. You can show your love for this podcast by heading on over to BernadetteMac.com forward slash 52 gifts and become a supporter. And 52 gifts is produced and hosted by Bernadette Mac. Our writer is Bernadette Mac with research provided by Bernadette Mac. Our editor is Bernadette Mac. Social media support provided by, you guessed it, Bernadette Mac. See you next week.
thank you, ladies.